Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome to Every Day with an Angel with me, Natasha Venter. I am a multi-life intuitive. I um, see multi-lifetimes and energies and do a lot of work with, you know, just personal counseling. And I am just so grateful to be here live every Wednesday at four o'clock Pacific time. So if you want to catch me live, this is the place. Sometimes I have guests, sometimes I don't. And today I do have a guest. And thank you, Jeff, for being here. Um, like I said in the in the um, uh, the bio, you know, that we met on the Next Level Soul. You saw me on that show, and I was so grateful. That was my oh my, just so grateful moment. And you followed your guidance to have a session with me. And then the journey just continues with us because we are so alike in the worlds that we see and the knowings that we see. And that's the thing is, is that, you know, Jeff has been through, I was lucky, so lucky to have a father who is intuitive. So when I came to him with a understanding, a knowing, a vision, he kind of went, yeah. I don't see that, but I know you do, right? So it wasn't that that I was deemed, you shouldn't take that, right? But in our conversation, if I can say, that you were born in the very 3D world. Yes. Very 3D world. So Jeff, do you want to kind of tell a little bit about your story? Now, remember, this is an hour show that goes quickly, so... <laughs> So the, uh, let me, let me do a segue. I'm going to scroll for a minute. This today's intention is to kind of show how our 3d world does not quite understand our spiritual life's journey. And you were caught in the middle of that. Yes. Yes, I was. Uh, so yeah, uh, my story, um, it's pretty similar to a lot on this planet, but, um, <clears throat> started off, I was born to, uh, a mother who was 16, a father who was 19. Um, they were very young. Um, you know, kind of sex, drugs, and rock and roll was the theme of the time. And that's the life that, that was being lived. Um, they kept me in the family for about a year and a half. Um, I was passed around. I uh, had a few different homes that I stayed with, uh, family members that I'd stayed with. Um, until uh, eventually, I, I stayed with uh, the Brown family and they fell in love with me and they wanted to adopt me and um my biological mom and dad or at least my mom had decided that at that point um that was a good idea and so i was adopted by the brown family um my name was changed started off as jeffrey royal buchanan and that got changed to jeffrey james brown um uh so go by a few different names there but yeah um and that, that journey was, uh, I, I, I got taken from a family that was broken, chaotic, children raising children to a much more structured family. Um, I had an older brother and sister immediately when I was adopted. Um, and they, you know, they welcomed me in and everything. But I, I was, I was different than them. Um, I saw things differently. I experienced things differently. And I experienced things very intensely. Um uh, it was a Judeo-Christian home, um, very fundamental, very absolute. Um, this is the way. Um, 
so much so that you know through childhood as i found my escapes and books and things um those were actually taken and i was directed to read the bible in between my books and my escapes and um, i spent a lot of times uh reading reading proverbs and and learning old wisdoms and and things like that um but all the while uh just nothing ever really felt right um i was told things i experienced things in the churches uh movement of, you know, very spiritual levels. Um, but then at home, it was different. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was different. And, and no, no, no shade on my parents. My parents were wonderful people. They, they only me. knew what they knew and how they, to they do. Knew what they, knew. Yeah. they knew what they knew. They knew what they knew. And, you know, with that, you know, I, I early, early on, I had a diagnosis of ADHD, which um, the other children in the home did not have diagnoses such as this. And I was just a lot different. Um, and I just want to make sure the screens came on or still on my, my computer just shut down. No, you're good. We're good. Okay, perfect. Uh, good. So, so through that journey, um, ultimately, um, it was a lot of back and forth and a lot of conflict with my parents. Um, you know, I, I don't like being told what to do. I don't think many of us do. And I was a very strong willed child that they, they didn't know how to handle. Um, <laughs> I can, I can respect that. So, I was quite the opposite. I was so shy and quiet that I, I didn't make a ripple if I wanted to. That, that was never my path. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know over the years and, and as things went on um i got angry and angrier as uh the world just didn't make sense and uh, eventually you know i hit 18 set myself free went off halfway across the country i went to school and i uh, just started living the you know greedy life that was presented to me um and i had, at that point i had dropped religion i dropped spirituality i uh, self-proclaimed atheist at the time. Um, although the truth of the matter of that, I never, never have been, um, you know, times of trouble, there was always, always the prayer out to the sky, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> but, isn't, that, uh, isn't that interesting how we, as our, as we live our life, we claim one thing, but in that quiet moment, you know, and that's one thing that I'm so grateful of myself. And I, that, you know, I grew up in a Catholic church, you know, I went to Catholic school, but what that did was give me a base. And I bet you somewhere in your knowings, <laughs> reading the Bible, even though it was written by man, in my opinion, with God, with the spirit's help, yep. spirit who was helping, but there was definitely man involved in this writing of this book that, um, that is a grace for a lot of people that you know it did get it does give us a something to land on in those moments you know it does it does and i i i found in my life that i i actually very much value the upbringing and the uh the religion that i was taught um it, it became part of my journey as far as figuring myself out mm -hmm. um whereas you know i'd, I'd gone through that period where i rejected the faith um there was another point in life where i started accepting all faiths all religions all belief systems because i saw there was so much difference and so many different opinions i didn't know what was true anymore so i just said okay it's all true <laughs> and 
went down that road. Um, and, you know, Christianity, uh, that, that, that fundamentalism was the core at it. And, and a lot of the truths that I learned through that is what I clung to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then applied that through everything else I saw. Um, and that was, it's, it's been an interesting journey getting there. Um, but you know, through all of this, my mental health, uh, really is, is kind of what took the turn. Started off with ADHD, um, life progressed. So I ended up having, um, a, a child with my first wife and, you know, life was going pretty good. And there was just this one point where, uh, uh, the world got really weird. Um, there was one night we were in our bedroom and all of a sudden I wasn't in our bedroom anymore. And, you know, I went to, I, I'll call it the nothing. I was like being in outer space, but there was one single light being curled up in a fetal position there. And I experienced all kinds of what most would call craziness. Um, and I would call them visions. I would call vi- yes. them um, yes. being in the in the dimension of of spirit. I would call that. I mean, I was sitting at dinner one night. Actually, I think it was Thanksgiving, and I was praying to God, and all of a sudden, bam! I was in direct line with God, the power, yeah, the light. Sitting there at dinner, it lasted about three minutes in time. But oh my gosh, what an impact that was in the, I mean, but that's the thing about spirituality. It's not on our timeline. Not even a little bit. Especially if you don't have boundaries. That is, that is very true as well. (laughs) (laughs) And at this time you did not have boundaries. I did. I did not have boundaries. I I was not planning on that happening for sure. (laughs) Um, And I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't even know what that was. like those visions, I saw so much of the world and how, uh, the universe functions. And, um, you know, one of the questions I, I was so curious about is how could there be all of these churches and the world is still just in such shambles and we're not picking each other up. Um, mm. and, and that's I, that humanist and Sue, thank you, Sue. You got power back on, I guess. Um, Sue says, um, it sounds like an STE, a spiritual trans transformative moment. Transmo- I yes. cannot say that word. Uh, transmo. I let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Dyslexia here. <laughs> it's hard for me to say certain words. Yeah, but, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. It was, uh, one of those, mo- mo- one of those moments, um, you know, and as I watched next level soul, like a lot of the things on there that I was seeing people talking about with their NDEs and things like that were exactly what I saw while I was wide awake. Um, and it was, uh, that, that was a journey watching that show is hearing everything that was in my head on a screen in front of me. Um, yeah. there was a lot of confirmation and, um, in that path, it, it gave me a, a new path to look at too. I had never heard of spiritual mastery or spiritual masters of, you know, Eastern um, religions and practices and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it gave me something to look at and something to compare to the spiritualism that I'd experienced and things. <laughs> Just another another route to go and another path to exactly. analyze. It, it was, yeah. 
But uh, so out of that experience, actually, um, I came back into my body and, you know, I looked over at my wife at the time and I pointed to the sky and I said, there's something out there. You know, I was, I was terrified, like, um, didn't know. I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, um, it broke my brain. Um, I started chasing all of these knowings that I knew, but it was like the timing wasn't right and I wasn't going about it the right way. I was forcing, forcing what I thought should be. Um, and over the next week, week and a half, um, I don't have all of the memories of what happened, but, um, it, it ended up, um, with me in a hospital. Um, the, the police took me to the hospital. Um, and, I got injected with uh, with a bunch of medications and, you know, all the while I'm trying to explain this experience I had and, you know, doctors and no, no, they're just hallucinations. It's not, it's not nothing. And you know, one doctor mocked me while I was in there. And, um, mm-hmm. but I, I was, I was there for about a month. Um, Cause it did, it did genuinely blow my mind um, in a way that it took a while to recover from. I, yeah, I can, I can empathize with that moment. And, yeah. um, out of that, you know, my, my wife at the time, she, she left, um, I had filed paperwork. My child was taken. Um, there was a lot of things that were said, a lot that wasn't true. Some that might've been, um, whatever it is, it, it was a, it was a tragedy for our family at the time. Um, what came out of that, but, um, I, I got out of the hospital and um, I ended up moving back in with my parents at the time and, you know, tried to explain to them the experience. And, was, <laughs> and it was like, holy crap, this is not real. Yeah. 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 And tried to explain that and tried to stay focused on that. But, um, you know, my parents, they saw the tragedy that happened in my family and they wanted to push the focus on that. And, I did need to to focus on that at the time too, um, but that was sometimes the only... we need, do need to come back to the three D world because we, we are do. human. We are human, and and thank you, Veronica. Thank you very much for saying that. She gave a little um, heart and, and and a prayer. So thank you. Um, yeah, but but yeah. So I, I mean that 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 journey was you know I everybody I knew and everybody I cared about and everybody I trusted um, told me Jeff, don't worry about what you saw. It, it doesn't matter. You need to focus only on this negative stuff in your life and all of the bad that's happening right now. This is where you need to put your focus. Mm-hmm. And all the while, you need to take all the meds that are prescribed as prescribed. Um, and it's your responsibility to make sure that you never have any of these visions again. And I, I took that to heart because my family got ripped apart. Uh, what else am I supposed to do? Exactly. Uh, and and, and, I, and I'm not... I, I'm not a, a person that's going to encourage people not to take medication. Um, it's a very helpful tool. Um, but in my experience and what I, what I had going on with that is nobody would hear what the medication was actually doing to, to how I experienced the world. I went from a guy that lived pretty freely um, and free thought and was happy and um, to it just instantly depressed. Um, and, and that's what the drugs were for. The antipsychotics and the mood stabilizers are depressants. They're designed to remove dopamine from your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
trying to express that to a lot of doctors in, in the Western world. Um, they don't care if you're sad. They don't care if you want to die. They want to make sure that you're not so, uh, the, the term would be called manic, um, okay. in a manic state that you are uh, a danger to yourself or others in that state. Uh, they're mm -hmm. less worried about the, you know, I don't want to live state. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, that was the struggle that that I had over the last uh, nine, nine years, nine, 10 years um, since that happened. And, um, you know, three, four years ago, I met my current wife. And um, the first thing I, I ever did when I started dating um, with anybody was explain like, hey, I've got this mental health disorder. Um, if these things come up, uh, you know, you may have to, you may have to force me to go to a hospital. You may have to do these things. You may have to protect yourself from me. I want to be open and honest. And, um, my wife, she was, she's an amazing, amazing human, um, very understanding of the mental health side of things. Um, and she very early on, I, uh, it was the start of COVID. Um, I, I had another one of those experiences. This one wasn't quite as intense. Uh, it was more intentional. Uh, I kind of felt it coming. And um, at the time I was using herbal medication, uh, marijuana, mm -hmm. um, against the recommendations of my doctors, of course. But yeah. uh, um, I was using it, but I felt I felt what was coming. I felt the experience. And so I pushed it. And, you know, I told her one night, I was like, hey, I've got to stay up all night and I've got to do a bad thing for my brain. And I did. I, I went out in the yard and I, I walked around the yard for the entire night um, talking with the universe, God, source consciousness, what, whatever terminology anybody yeah, wants to it, use for that. It, yeah, it, it doesn't it, matter. It doesn't really matter. No. <laughs> but uh, I did that. And um, one of the reoccurring things that kept being told to me, and I just didn't want to hear it at the time, is... I had to let her go and the her that was being referred to was was my oldest daughter uh who was living with her mom and that didn't make any sense to me i'm, I'm a mm -hmm. dad I'm, i can't let i can't let my daughter go i don't i don't know what you're talking about and my, my answer to the universe was no just absolutely not no um and then that progressed and i started spiraling again and the emotions got out of control and um my wife was girlfriend at the time for only a couple months in. She, she said, Jeff, I, I think it's time for you to go to the hospital. And I agreed. I wasn't happy about it. I, I don't like that place, but um, I agreed and I went and I got on medications. And then for about the next three years, I had all of this stuff in my head, even more so that I had seen. And I just couldn't talk to anybody about it because, well, I, I was the guy that went to the hospital and took the meds because I was crazy. Mm -hmm. Again, I know I'm not crazy, but that was the mentality of the time. Exactly. And um, this this last summer is kind of where things really took off. Um, my my oldest daughter had come for our summer visit, and she had uh, just I'd just been told by her mother that she had been having some issues with uh, bleeding while she was using the restroom and things. Her mom um, has suffered from a disease called Crohn's disease uh, since she was a teenager. And it looked like the early signs were starting to happen with my 12-year-old daughter. Mm -hmm. And um, 
the plan was for her to go in to see a doctor much later in the summer, but it just as the few days that she was here were progressing, I could just kind of watch that she was not feeling good and it was getting worse and getting worse. And I made the decision. Um, I asked her a couple of times and the last time I asked her via text, that way she didn't have to worry about hurting my feelings or anything. Mm -hmm. She could just say her truth. And I asked her if she needed to go home and wanted to go home to her mom. And she, she told me she did. And so I made arrangements that day. I took her, halfway across the state and met with her mom. And um, for the rest of the summer, my daughter was in and out of the hospital. Um, and towards the end of the summer, um, internally, it, it, it felt like the end of her life was coming. Mm -hmm. um, I saw no future where she got to live on. And um, as that was happening, you know, I was starting to again, you know, walk with the universe and talk and, and, and express my concerns. And, um, you know, universe was bringing me, me comfort and being like, it's going to be okay. I just need you to trust, you know, I told you you had to let her go. You need to just, you got to let go. And I'm like, Oh, I can't, can't quite let go. That's not going to happen that way. You're going to have to do better. Um, and as it progressed and progressed and progressed, and I, I was watching next level soul and, I found found you on there and I was looking for guidance and um, we had the the session and, you know, you gave me a, a piece of information that, you know, well, I was looking for purpose and the, the purpose that you gave me was, you know, good purpose is being a dad. And that that rooted me in the three dimensional world as far as a purpose I needed in that moment. And all the while, again, my, my, my daughter's going through this. She's in and out of the hospital and it gets to the end of the summer and she has to have a surgery and she ended up having her, um, her colon removed. Yeah. Um, and, and wow, so what, that's a surgery that, that, that yes. And, um, they were debating on whether or not that they wanted to do it or try to wait and see if the drugs would knock out the inflammation and the, uh, and the, ulcers and all of the things that were happening. And, um, you know, my daughter reached out to me and asked for my, my opinion on it. And, you know, I was like, you know, uh, I really want you and your mom to, you know, kind of trust your instincts on this, but my instincts are telling me that, uh, the surgery is probably going to be the best thing for you in the long term. Um, and they agreed and she ended up getting that surgery. Um, and, all the while, um, I, I really hadn't been able to spend much time with her um, because of um, differences of our families and our, our past issues together and traumas and things. Mm -hmm. um, and so while all dad wants to do is be there with his daughter, all I could do is stand on the sidelines and just wait. And, yeah. and doing that... Um, it made me really, really rely on, on God, on, on the universe, on getting me through and, and showing me what needed, what I needed to see for me just to emotionally be okay with the situation at hand and, and be able to survive it. Cause, um, yeah, watching your kid go through that and, and not even being able to sit there and hold her hand through it is, is a, is a hard experience. Isn't oh, it? it's, it's life altering. It is. It is. And um, we got through it. She got through the surgery. Um, it was just in the nick of the time. 
normally when they remove something like a colon, it comes out as a full piece. Uh, hers was disintegrating as they removed it. Oh, um, she was probably weeks away from going septic um, had she not had that surgery. Mm -hmm. um, so um, obviously the future that I didn't see is present. My daughter's alive. She's healing. Um, and uh, I actually, I, I get to go see her on Saturday and I'm very thrilled about that. Um, oh, cool. The, cool, 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 cool. The, the universe has aligned a lot of things to, to, to make life start going again. Um, well, isn't that amazing? The way that the universe gives us these ebbs and flows. Absolutely. And, um, and uh, I want to honor one of my, the listeners here that um, J, uh, JM said that um, he had one uh, uh, three years ago. And it turned his world upside down. Uh, he became uh, disengaged with, from the human and mental world. No attachments, complete assistance and everything. Pure love. It's hard to explain. And yes, um, you know, we all have these moments where if you're on your spiritual walk, I know that there's people who I've known who've had the Kundalini opening, awakenings and they're still discombobulated. Yeah. You know, it's... When we go into that, um, and, and uh, Veronica says, uh, Jeff, you're a wonderful healing soul. Um, so, you know, it's that. Thank you, Veronica. She's a dear friend of mine. Um, it, so with that, that, you know, going into this, I know that, um, you know, when my husband, I had to let go of our journey being married. And as soon as I let go of that journey and any responsibility, and I said, Universe, I sat on my bed. Universe, you know I can't break my family apart. He was an, he was an alcoholic, you know. You can't split my family. I cannot do it. It's up to you. Silence. Pure silence. I've never heard silence in my life. I'm always pure yep. silence. Three weeks to the day almost, he got pulled over. Has never drunk since then. That'll, that'll, you that'll know, change so it. You have, I mean, and, and that's the thing is, is that when we do give over, it takes our, ha our human hands off of it sometimes. And, you know, I'm so grateful that you survived. And that's the thing that I hope in our session also, because I don't remember our session. I mean, I remember, I remember you sitting outside. I remember you, you doing your human things that you were doing. Yep. I don't hardly remember any of it because it was so, you know, and that's the thing is, is that I hoped if anything, you knew that you weren't alone. Uh, that's, that's what I got. And as far as, you know, I was, I was looking for somebody that could just tell me what to do, you know, and uh, it doesn't quite work that way. Um, no. And that's the last thing I'll, uh, I mean, I give yeah. information, but it's up to you to do. <laughs> yep. Yep. And uh, you, you gave me, uh, I have two bits of information that I remember from that, uh, from that, that session uh the first one was um just telling me that you know it is purposeful to be a father in this world mm -hmm. and the second one you started talking about talking to yourselves and the animals and the things around you and i was like what is that and how do you do that <laughs> and i want to do that but that's what keeps us grounded yeah Yep. That's what keeps us grounded. And 
people think that I'm weird that I'm like watching a a a, a little ladybug crawl across, you know, a, a windowsill. I thought so too at first, but then I was standing outside one day and this bee landed next to me and it caught my attention and my vision zoomed in on this thing and I could see like every hair on its body and mm -hmm. yeah, it just it was incredible. Like I experienced being a bee for me. It was, it was <laughs> the weirdest thing. And yeah, another experience after that, I, I I was sweeping my floor and a little spider crawled into my broom and I wasn't about to reach my hand in there and dig after it. And so I kept <laughs> you text me about that one. <laughs> yeah. And I started I started feeling the panic of that spider as I was sweeping the floors. And I was like, that's fascinating. <laughs> but, but, yeah, that's those are the those are the two things I got out of that, and it, it was enough to keep my journey going and keep me pushing forward. And ended up diving straight into myself, and I went back to that dark place that that light being that was in a fetal position had showed me. Mm -hmm. And at the time that I had seen that, that was one of the worst experiences of my life. Uh, the loneliness I felt out there—it was a brief moment, but it lasted for an eternity. It was yes. awful. But, but that's the rebirth process. It is. And it that turns out that the that rebirth process that is if we can go to that loneliness. Yeah. It's only a split second. It's never alone. But See, that, that 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 place is now is my happy breath. place. Yeah, but that but that loneliness or that moment is is total spaceless. It's yeah. total nothing. And that's why people claim it as lonely because there's nothing there it's it's total rebirth process because you have to go to nothing to become yep. something right <laughs> and that's the rebirth process i know i did that through after my mom passed away um i was lucky to have some assistance in in um i had um one week where i did um uh med or uh i did um uh massage and then the next time I did cranial sacral work, which was basically doing the rebirth process. So my body, my mind, my body, my mind, my body, my mind. And it was the dark night of the soul. It was the dark night of the soul. And people talk about the dark night of the soul. And that is part of the spiritual experience that if we can just honor the moment, the emotion, it's re-triggering the nervous system. It's re-triggering our understanding. It's re-triggering the mind. It's changing our DNA. 100%. And it is survivable. But the thing is, though, and I'm hoping that anybody who's listening to this, that we have to trust ourselves through the process. And if we can have help, we can have assistance, yes. you know, and that's the thing is, is I'm sad that you didn't have someone to go to. But I can tell you, that's what that's what sometimes the drugs are for, is yep. to give us a moment where we can write ourselves. Absolutely. And, and that's, you know, towards towards the end of this, just. In the last few months, I, I've actually, my wife asked me to go to a hospital two, maybe three different times um, because I was, I was doing a deep dive into myself and, uh, you know, she gave me the space to do it, but also wanted to make sure that I was safe for the family and able to take care of my children and things as well. Um, and she, she understood that I, I was doing what I had to do, but um she did what she had to do and she was the mirror the reflection she was the stone wall that i couldn't get through 
Mm-hmm. Um, she she played the part that she needed to play to make sure that I get to sit here and talk to you today. Yes, and so. that's a gift. and that's the thing is is that I'm hoping that through time and we can talk more about this in more private that that you can get more boundaries. That's why people who go into meditation or do these timelines, you know, you talk about these yogis that go in their room for a day and nobody bothers them, right? Because Mm -hmm. they just go off into the world. They have permission. They give themselves time, right? And that's the thing is, is that you were working on that level. Now, for me, I grew up in safety. So I'm able to, to go sit at, at, you know, at a dinner, have the moment, right? And still be able to finish the prayer. My, my spirit self is able to do the work while my human self still is here, right? Absolutely. And that's, that's, that's been the end of my journey too here. Yeah. And that's, but I have boundaries on my soul. I know I have a tether and I pull Whatever I'm doing, like this morning, I had to pull myself literally back to myself to get myself out of bed. Thank God school was in. It was canceled today. Yes. <laughs> My morning job was canceled this morning because it's like, holy crap, I could have used another hour to get back to myself. There's been times I walked into my morning job and they and my coworker would say, because she knew who I was. She knew what I did. Oh, you're not here yet, are you? I said, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Because, yep. but it's that thing, and and we have to learn the levels of deepness we can go at different times. Checking yep. in without going down the rabbit hole, checking in without going to the vortex of where we're at, right? Yep. I, so, so for me, um, I've actually taken early mornings. I, I tend to get up about three, four o'clock. It's uh, I wake up, then the universe wakes me up, then whatever. Uh, it's when I get up, and I, I that's that's the time I spend with me. I go up as high as I need to go. I deep dive into whatever entity I want to talk to at the time. And mm-hmm. um, by the time, you know, everybody's getting up in the house, that's when I start bringing myself in. And every now and then, even now, you know, my wife will stop and you're really spacey. I'm like, give me a minute. I just got to get back here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's got, she, we, we've through this whole process, we've been discussing and talking and, um, and so she's understanding kind of more where I'm coming from. She's on a different journey herself and she lives a different life, but she respects the one I'm on and she's, Oh, what a gift. oh yeah. She, she, she's, she's amazing. She's amazing. She, uh, she lets me do my thing and she supports God me. God knew what it, whether... or the universe knew or the higher power of you need, knew what you needed. If I, if I look back on life, I, I can see where literally everything in the world had to move aside for her and I to be together and, they wouldn't have it any other way. So that's, yeah, no, she, uh, she is, she's the reason I get to be me. Congratulations. Congratulations. So, you are rewarded. And that's I, the thing is the, the universe does reward us in certain ways like this indeed. <laughs> and that kind of thing. So now going back to this, how are you dealing with some of these human diagnoses that you have? And then knowing that, because I know that I uh, I struggle with an, uh, a form of ADHD. I'm very mm-hmm. dyslexic. Those kinds of things kind of keep me going. Um, but I also know that some of my ADHD is is um, trauma-induced. Yep. 
part of my escapingness, you know, that, and I'm noticing that now that I'm really crossing into other dimensions and the universe is really opening up that I'm having to really remember to stay here. Um, I'm, my ADHD is, is almost bringing me into other dimensions and time, time is changing. And so it's like, there's been a couple of times I'm like going, <gasps> I left the gas on, on the stove under the cast iron pan that I was drying. Luckily it was 30 minutes, 30 seconds, but yeah. it was a moment. And I don't know if anybody else is feeling this kind of wobbliness. And that's why I want to be honest with people that, you know, and that I hope in our session, you did not feel judged at all in any of your journey. Cause no, I, no, no. I, I, that's my intention is never to judge. Cause if I haven't, like I say, if I haven't done it in this time, Oh, Veronica says, yes, <laughs> she's <laughs> feeling the same way that, that, you know, but I'm going to have to remember that my body and this timeline is where I'm at. And I'm going to ask, I'm going to talk to my ADHD talk to my dyslexic self and say, we cannot be distracted during these times, these times, other times I'm going to allow everything to get to just kind of have, like we, if we keep a cap on ourselves, then it wants to explode. Like you, you were keeping a cap on stuff. And so as soon as you let that, that, that it's like the pressure cooker, you yeah. know, if, if you get too much pressure underneath, it's going to pop. Right. Yep. So if you don't let that energy I'm going to call it my ADHD energy out and to express itself, then I'm not going to be able to talk with it and engage with it here. So any energies that we have, any knowings that we have, it's wise to kind of get, and there's that groundedness, the groundedness so, of being with. So go ahead. Yeah. So for, so for me, how I, how I've been dealing with it and, and um, dealing, uh, accepting it is, I stopped looking at these things as a hindrance. I stopped looking. So I, I'm diagnosed with ADHD. I'm di diagnosed with bipolar one. I'm diagnosed with PTSD, uh, possible borderline personality disorder. And um, I mean, this last episode, I gave myself multiple personality disorder just so I could say I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, not. I'm not going to say that every, everybody is this way, but I label a lot of this... Um, multi-personality disorder as free channeling without boundaries. So that's what I determined as I did that is because I wanted to figure out this channeling thing because it was fascinating to me. And it turns out for me, it's just a psychological process. Uh, it's uh, all of these processes are diagnosed somewhere as a mental health disorder. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a disorder if it makes you dysfunctional. If you function within it, it's a way of life. Like, like, like I tell people, if people knew what was going off in my under, in my understanding, they'd put me in a sailing asylum, but I yep. have learned due to having the grace in the family that I've had to um, understand how to network through the realities, yep. bring it down on a dimmer switch, and not necessarily taking, changing who I am, but bringing it down, like in a dimmer switch, just bringing it down. So I yep. could talk to somebody at dinner time. Yeah, sometimes you got to slow the words down and and really put some thought into what's coming out. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, discernment. <laughs> discernment. Uh, absolutely. You know, um, and that's 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 one of the things that um, you know God has been been helping me with because it, it was something that I struggled with, and it and it was my one request. I want to I want to be able to say what I want and do what I want, but I want to stop hurting people. 
that, 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 that's my request to the universe is I want to stop hurting people. Um, cause I have a sharp tongue and a very fast one and it, it has given some lashings over the years mm -hmm. and I, I wanted to stop doing that where it wasn't necessary. Um, and, and that's, that's kind of what I've been blessed with just in the, uh, the last month or so. I, I mean, I, my, my dad called me, um, this morning and you know i've got some differences with other members of the family where we're not talking because they couldn't hear me and i couldn't just set it aside anymore um and so we've had to take a separation from each other but my dad my dad is the the one that continued to talk and so he called me uh today and i i was able to slow it down and express myself in a way that he didn't necessarily agree with but he understood. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that's, that, that's the main thing is I just wanted understanding. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, part of this for me is, is looking at, you know, with dealing with these mental health disorders is I stopped looking at them as disorders and as problems and as hindrances and looked at them as a gift from the universe to help me analyze things more. Uh, mm -hmm. so, you know, um, when my emotions flare, when I'm feeling anxiety, you know, I, I have to ask, why is that? What What is that telling me about this situation? Am I in danger? Is somebody else in danger? Or is my childhood trauma in danger? You know? Ooh, that's a big one right there because anxiety is a teller. Mm -hmm. It's a teller. I'm either going to go into something like anxiety. This could be an anxiety because we're talking about doing something that's that's probably going to come out in June where we're talking about doing a YouTube channel where we bring in people kind of like the next level soul. We're talking right. about doing this. And so this is the beginning of him being on, on video and on a show is the beginning of this journey. So his anxiety, his nervous system, his, his understandings is like going, uh, can I do it? Am I going to be safe doing it? I, but there's something big here, right? Yep. And Absolutely. I'm proud of you for persevering through that. Thank you for persevering through it. For me, as soon as I decided I wasn't going to be shy anymore, I don't care anymore. Um, you know, because I used to get real big anxiety going walking into a room of people. Oh, people absolutely. Do that. But my husband even says, You're not the same woman I married. <laughs> it took my parents passing away at the same time I was having kids. So it was like I flipped that coin over, right? Yep. So J, um, JM says, I'm going to, um, I'm going to, uh, that's a great way of explaining it. One can never completely turn it off, but we can dim it down and function as a physical dimension. Yes. yes. Um, and, and that's the thing is, is that people forget we are spiritual beings having a human experience and a human experience having a spiritual experience, right? Exactly. And better wording for that is out there somewhere, but it's that, it's that dual. And it's, it's the same, it's like the coin, the same coin, right? And I always see the coin, not one heads or tails. I see it sitting on edge and it turns mm -hmm. and it turns, right? So we're, we're having a human experience. No, we're having a spiritual experience. No, we're having a human experience. No, we're having a spiritual experience, right? And, and, and yet sometimes we're having both. Yep. And that's, that's, that's kind of where I've gone with it is I've integrated the spiritual into the 3d physical and keep it at the forefront of everything. Um, because what's physical is spiritual and what's spiritual is physical. 
Exactly. I.e. taking you back to what is the bee landing next to you? What is the spider new beginnings? Are they being swept up in the, or, you know, what are, what are you willing to jump into? What is your web that you want to catch into? What is that spider teaching you? Are you going to sweep it away or are you going to pick it up and move it where you need to move it? Right. Yep. I know I had a spider who was walking down the hallway of my kitchen and, and it, um, it stopped at a, at a, at a, a little drop of water and it drank and I heard it go, Oh, I was so thirsty. But in not necessarily in my language, but that's what I kind of heard from that expression was those words. But the spider didn't say it in the it's human It's the words. sensation, the the knowing it's of knowing. It's a knowing. And those yeah. are the words that I got with the knowing, and and I totally respect nature because of those stepping stones. I've always respected nature, um, but but it became more. I don't want to say human like. But you know that um, that saying um, that saying uh, 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 men in black, you know, yeah. <laughs> don't sit on the crackroach. We never know who it is. <laughs> that yep, a you know? absolutely, absolutely. Men in black. It, I totally get that men in black statement. You know, when when dealing with nature. But you know, I'm so proud of you. And I hope you're proud of yourself for pers persevering through this. And I'm so grateful that you're spending time to get to know how to negotiate your spirituality. Yep. And yep. I, and a spirituality is a is a very um, very easy word to put to what you're going through. But you're you're going through dimensional shifts. You're going through huge understandings. You're going through life altering moments. You're going through. Um, channeling your, you know, all these things. And that's one thing that, um, that I learned quickly when I was young, cause I would channel easily when I was young and I learned very quickly. There's things out there that do not need to come to me. I figured that out. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, so after, you know, after our talk, that was another thing you, you had mentioned about setting boundaries in, in our first uh, session. And I, I'm the guy that you tell me not to do something or I need to do something. I'm going to do the opposite. Yeah, I get it. We all have those experience. <laughs> we all have that part of us, right? It is. And, you know, you know, part of this experience was I invited Legion from the Bible back into the long pig uh, to have a conversation. And that was, that took some negotiating to get those voices out of the brain. But um, that was a, uh, that was an interesting channeling experience, to say the least. Mm -hmm. And I, I personally uh, choose. I'm gonna let you. Apologize, I, I plug myself. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, I personally choose to to discern certain experiences. I just go to a past life when I was dealing with it. I don't need to channel it to learn that experience. I just go to that past life, and. Um, you know, it, 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 to, to get those experiences, to get those understandings and, and negotiate it. So I've kind of learned how to find the information without necessarily need, but then everybody yeah. has a different need for experiencing. My this path lifetime, was to do it all at once, all at the same time. Let's rip this bandaid off. You know, there's I some people that need to, and, and I can honor you for that. But I don't know, recommend God, it to most, but yeah, God put Mars journey. in my cancer, in my cancerian sign, and in, in the first house for a reason, right? Yep. Um, 
to just bring, you know, the God of war down into something. And I, I'm, I'm meant to do it on the gentler side of life, even though I've had shit happen, excuse my language, but I've had it happen. So, you know, it's like one summer I bought my first house. My dad died, had my first child. One week, one year I had my, um, my kid found out my mom had Lou Gehrig's. This is three years after my dad died, had my kid. Three weeks later, had my mom was diagnosed with, diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease, sold three houses, bought one, um, husband changed a job. Oh, did I tell you he's an alcoholic? And manic and, and depressed and angry. And, and then um, ended up um, having that year of when my, my kid was starting to do things, my mom would stop doing things. So if, if I was feeding my kid at the dining room table, my husband was feeding my mom at, at the dining room table. Whew, that's a lot. Yeah. So that was my, that was the first year of my second child. Oh right. Goodness. I tried to be a good mom. I tried hard. I tried hard. But we all go through these dark night of the soul moments. And I can tell you there's been many after. I'm not. Oh, yeah. I work with Azarel. Endings with new beginnings, right? Yeah. <laughs> Huge endings. I've Can't had die at the same with time. Myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And oh, what a powerful being he is, isn't yeah. he? Whew. Um, and so with that, that, you know, it is, and, and I'm hoping, you know, as we're coming down to the end of this hour, we got about 10, 15 minutes left here that, um, I hope that people understand that the mind is an amazing place and a lot of us aren't born with brains that say, Oh, okay, I'll deal with this. Right. I was born with one. I talk about something. It's like, Oh, Okay. Many people aren't born with a brain that says, I understand. So we have to find a way to go through that negotiation. Yep. And sometimes we're put on drugs. Sometimes we're given a diagnosis. But that's where we need to find our own truth. Yep. We have to find our own truth. And probably you had ADHD because you had the vibration of the planet behind you, the vibration of the knowings behind you, the vibration of this planet. Oh my gosh, it will send us into ADHD moments because it's such a high vibe. It's a vibration that it's like, it's hard to settle into. And I just figured out how I'm going to work with my ADHD just by saying what I said. Hmm, okay. Perfect. Align myself to the energies of the now. Align myself to the knowings that I had just have. And I use that mantra a lot. I'm aligning. I'm attuning. I'm an, I'm understanding. I'm um, moving with the energies, the understandings that are coming to me with grace and ease. I always add on grace and ease. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm. <t> <laughs> I hope you're done doing it the hard way. I, I'm definitely done doing it the hard way. Um, yeah. Uh, fortunately, I, I don't know that there's any more hard way to do. Um, Maybe if somebody comes up with something interesting, I might try something. But uh, as far as I can tell, um, you know, the journey is now just moving forward and moving in oneness, you mm -hmm. know, um, and, and part of that. Which, which balance is never in the middle. Oneness is never in the middle. It's true. It's always moving and it's always figuring out where balance is. Yeah, uh, ba balance is ever shifting. Every every moment of every day, every person, every creature, every 
every everything that puts off any sort of frequency energy signature is going to distort and change and move the balance of what is around. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's learning to negotiate and and find the balance within and learning to keep that balance as you negotiate around the balances that are without. I was just telling that to my uh, stepson at Christmas time that it doesn't matter when you have balance within, understanding within, observation within, one never can really get off of balance. And that's the dance of the yoga. Yep. The yogi is, is that if you look at any no- yogi who sits and or any um, elder, any elder of a nation, right? Mm-hmm. What do they do? They sit and they witness. They watch the world around them, walk around, but what do they do? They let people and energy come to them. They don't go to it, right? Exactly. You know, which is hard when you're dealing with with negotiations of the world. But, you know, me working, that's why I think the universe keeps me in an elementary school. (laughs) Chaos around me, right? Yep. Yet at the same time, though, how do I stay centered? in the moment how do i stay in the moment um camera's doing something funny here um so going into this dance um there again right i probably threw the camera off a little bit because i changed up my energy right yep yeah i lose my centeredness you know so going into this it's never ever an ending journey you know, even when we, even when this body ends, it's still a journey. It is. Yeah. It is. There's, you know, ever going journey. That's, mm-hmm. that's, what, so we're, that's can, what we're on. So now going into this, cause there's a, there's more people that probably have had your experience. <laughs> sadly. I, uh, there, there are hospitals full of them. Yes. So, um, can you maybe give some tools of your truth? And I want to make that clear. These are your truths, not anybody else's truths, but maybe there's some, some seeds, some understanding, some witnessing that people can, um, can um, negotiate. What are some of the tools that you do? And before that, I want to assume mentioned something real quick. And I want to do that before, while you think about some of your tools that you can discern out of um, things. So Sue says, now I appreciate my soul picked um, uh, mom, uh, my mom's DNA bipolar. So I have more flexibility grasp on reality than I would with in my healing. Uh, I am bipolar. I am not bipolar but healed the wounds of my ancestry. Oh my gosh, girl, you've done a lot of work. She's another one that is a friend and and I do sessions with her. She's done a lot of amazing work with um, healing ancestral. And that's the thing is a lot of things aren't ours. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, you know, I bet you your birth mom and dad had some things that they didn't understand about them. Oh yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. And so they were trying to deal with the the 3D world that they were in without knowing it being the young ones that they were. Yep. So they were trying to distract themselves, maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, 16 and 19, who isn't? 
Exactly, exactly. Okay, so do you have some tools that maybe you can give some people here uh, that you've worked with yourself? Yeah, so uh, the most recent one is is meditation. Uh, my meditation practice is different than, you know, sitting in a room cross-legged with my fingers up in the air a certain way. Um, I like to put on music and um, I'll either, you know, sit back and close my eyes sometimes. Sometimes I'll stare off at the ceiling and vision another world out there and you know just hang out with myself um that that for me that's the, that's the fastest way to recenter uh if i if i'm going through something that has stirred up some emotions or something um just going back within i i now actually go internal and i go to that place of loneliness that 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 nothing that was in there that that's my creative space that's my internal platform mm -hmm. Um, and so I'll go there and that's where I pitch all my ideas around and realign things. And, um, I utilize that to reprogram the programming of my mind, even, um, you know, things that, uh, I've held as, you know, truths or, or, you know, thought forms. Um, I, I can utilize that space to kind of break them down and, and reprogram the programming. Um, so I can still maintain all the old thought patterns that I've had, but the new thought patterns are, are of my own making um, mm -hmm. given to me. And that's re that's reestablishing the nervous system, the DNA of the mind people. This is the image I have. The mind has its own individual DNA. The heart has its own personal DNA. Our nervous system has its own personal DNA. And we, and, and we're realigning it. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing that I want people, if they can get anything from the show is, is that, our darkness isn't dark. It's a place to experience, learn, not stay there. That's the thing that a lot of people do is they stay in that darkness. Yep. No, it's movable. It's shiftable. It's changeable. It's it's an emotion. It's, a, it's an entity that we just say, hi, how you doing? See ya. Thank you for teaching me what you need to do. I'll stay with you for just a minute here. You love you. And thank you. And I'll move on, right? Yep. Yeah, that's an and accessible people, resource. An accessible resource. And use it as a resource. It's like going in the fridge, get what you need, close the fridge door, right? It's that understanding that it's there for us to learn and experience. And it's not something to be afraid of. Now, if it takes you over, kind of like you without boundaries, right? It yep. took over. It did. That's when it becomes out of balance, and yep. that's where we need to do some work and we can't always do it alone. And hopefully now when you go there, you have friends. I have a very, I have a very secure path out of that place now. I have a, it's a, it's a very well, well-worn path at this point. Uh, and that's what we need to do is practice our way, discern our way, practice our way through it. And the more that we wear that, that line down, the less that things are going to be triggered. Absolutely. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Um, as far as other tools, uh, honestly, um, fi finding finding people a support system is is I, I feel is one of the most important things that you can have in place. Uh, somebody that you know, if you're having crazies going on in your head, you can sit down and be like, "Hey, I just saw all this weirdness," and they'd be okay with it. Mm -hmm. um, being able to to purge what's up here and what you experience while you're in these places being able to purge it out of your mouth is 
it's it's, it's a blessing yeah. oh it is so freeing it is so freeing and that's one thing that that um i i'm gonna go back to the next level soul alex friera has a a gift of being grace Indeed. He brings people on that are graceful. And if you need to, even if you don't have somebody, because I know a lot of people don't have somebody safe to talk to. If you, even if you're watching us talking out loud to us, it's a safe place. And the energies around you, the team around you, your spirit guides, you, everybody around you will hear you. Okay. And got, got one more tool, uh, if you don't okay. mind, while I have it on my on my thought. I, I, I can honor you. I appreciate that. Uh, the, the other one I've been using a lot is actually making videos myself. Um, I, <gasps> I, I'll, I'll make a video of myself talking about something I want to talk about, and then I watch it three or four times. Um, it's a great way to listen to yourself and rewire your own brain. Thank you. That is huge. That is huge. Um, I'm, yeah, hello to that one. A lot of people have a hard time doing that, but I'm going to tell you, this spiritual awakening that we're going to go through this year, and it's not because of 2024. We've been actually on this road for, for many, many years. It's not a journey now. This was part of the COVID journey is to wake us up, get us uncomfortable. That this is the year that this is going to be kind of through the form, from things are coming together. Yep. The fruition, that's the word I want to use maybe. The fruition of things, uh, somewhere in there. Um, <laughs> the, the, the things are coming up to be that if you're willing to negotiate this, miracles are going to be happening in your life. And this is the world we're coming into is, yes, we're going to have the 3D world. Like for me, I know Atlantis and England in the in the timeline that it was in the 1700s were going on at the same time i have that in that vision that there was a bubble around atlantis that let it be and then there was another world on us and we're gonna have a lot of this 3d world happening at the same time our spiritual world is growing and it's going to take us who are going through this journey picking up people along the way absolutely so Thank you, Jeff, for being here to helpfully help somebody get lifted up to know that they're not crazy, but there's craziness happening in their life. That. <laughs> was that well said? That was well said. <laughs> you know, that we're all going through something and there's things that are happening that are unexplainable. Like I was sitting in a church. I want to make this little note here. I was sitting in a church of um, the... 3D world and they were talking about religion and how things are but us mediums and the spiritual stuff that's going on is 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 the devil talk but us talking in the tongues that's now spirit talking to us okay yeah but that's the separation that we're getting into and we got to come together yep got to come together and if you're needing help with boundaries Look for someone who does this work. Yeah. I can help. That we are all going through something and and don't keep it alone. Don't keep it alone. That's this. That's the scary place. You got to find somebody who knows different. So Next Level Soul is a great place to go to. If you're wanting more expansive 
understanding he's got a lot of guests on that that are going through explanations so he'll keep you busy he'll keep you busy he's got everybody on daily he's got what two or three people that he puts on yeah uh, yeah a few few episodes a week uh, sometimes more um yeah he's always always got people on well he's a natural producer so yep. thank you everybody for watching i'm natasha venter and thank you jeff for being here um i am so excited that we are going to be doing this it, we are we're still doing the the backward work and we're hearing it'll be around the solstice in june that we're going to we have to do this research because once we start this wheel rolling it's going to be a wheel that we're going to have to allow yep. it to move and yep. we want to make sure the human is, is, is willing to do the work absolutely absolutely <laughs> so thank you everyone for being here um i'm natasha venter live every wednesday at four o'clock pacific time next week is going to be regan forston usually he's here on the third wednesday of the month but i'm off on my weeks and so it will be next week the fourth week um I'm hoping and praying that my little um, every day with a angel moments, my little short two minute videos, three minute videos are being helpful for you. Just knowing that we're all human. And that's a thing I want everybody to please remember. We're human going through the spiritual experience and our, our the tops of our heads are being blown off right now. So be willing to put the top back on your head and know that you're not going crazy. It is part of life. Jeff, do you have any extra, any last minute things that you want to say? Uh, just remember that, you know, no matter how dark things seem, you are loved. You are cared about. There are people here that are willing to help you and we don't even know you. Exactly. Exactly. Very well said. And that's the thing I always see love around everybody. Yeah. Even the very dark souls, I still see love around them. I'm Natasha Venter. You can reach me at angelicclarifications.com. I am so grateful to be here for you, to help you in a non-judgmental way, um, to let you know that it's okay. We're all going to be here. Blessings to you. Um, if you're looking for a podcast, this is on um, most platforms, Every Day for an Angel podcast. Thank you, guys. Have a blessed day. And stay warm for those who are in the storms. Bye now. <laughs>